It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Hello and welcome to VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. This is Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for our CEO, Jeff Smith, today, who is down at Duke University, that Duke University with Olivia, his oldest girl who's enrolling in engineering school down there. So he's uh, taking care of her and taking good care of her, and we're giving him a, a shout out for that. Um, we're so really pleased you were able to join us here today. Um, this is Voltcast Illuminating Lead- Leadership. This is the radio program of VoltageLeadershipConsulting.com. We're located in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley and Roanoke Valley region of Virginia. Um, we're just in the midst of summer. It's beautiful here, and we're so happy you could join us from literally all places or all places around the world. Um, we have people that call us from uh, UAE, from Saudi, from China, from India, and pretty much every state in the United States. So thanks for letting us uh, uh, spend some time with you today, and it's really fantastic uh, to be your, your thought partner here today. Um, to, on today's show, if you'd like to reach us, you can call us in during the show by dialing 866 472 5788. That is 866-472-5788. You can reach us on email at lee at voltageleadership.com or jeff uh, at jeff at voltageleadership.com. Our website is www.voltageleadership.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can connect with us on LinkedIn at uh, Jeff Smith at Voltage Leadership Consulting uh, or Lee Hubert at uh, Voltage Leadership Consulting. And of course, you can follow Jeff uh, on Twitter at uh, JMU Jeff. And you know what the JMU stands for? That's Those are those other Dukes, uh, not the Olivia Dukes just yet. And you know who you are. Yes, the JMU Dukes have been ranked preseason number one in the Lindy's football poll. So big shout out to them. What a fabulous year they had last year, and they're just perched to have just another sensational year this year. Um, Interesting topic we have today. I'm really pleased to have with me today our guest, who is Van Garnett, who is from Community uh, Housing Partners in Christiansburg, Virginia. I'll tell you a little bit more about him in just a second, Um, but I wanted to uh, tell you just a little bit about Van and his background. Um, or actually, I'm going to get Van to tell us a little bit more about community housing partners in just a second. Um, Van is married to Christina, has uh, two children, lives in Southern Virginia, as we do, otherwise known as God's country. Undergraduate degree from uh, VCU in Richmond, and master arts degree from Syracuse University, my hometown. Um, very experienced graphic designer, uh, web designer, creative director for various companies and corporations in the uh, Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area and Charlotte, North Carolina area. Van's currently the graphic designer, web developer, and 3D modeler, animator, and amongst other uh, sundry, uh, uh, 
talents uh, at Community Housing Partners in Christiansburg, Virginia. And uh, among other things, I like to have uh, him be you known that he's, he's my friend and colleague. And hello, Van, say hello to our radio audience. Hello, radio audience. So, uh, Van, uh, do me a favor and tell us just a little bit about Community Housing Partners in Christiansburg. Uh, you know, tell me what they do, uh, how you happen to come by them, and in the and once we're done with that, we're going to talk about your team because today's topic is what makes a great team, and I want everybody in the radio audience to know they have a great team and they're the inspiration for the show today. So, Van, tell us a little bit about CHP. Well, Community Housing Partners is uh, a nonprofit organization that helps out the community. They have different uh, properties that they rent for lower-income people. Uh, where I work personally is the training center where we have courses on uh, weatherization and lead removal and HVAC stuff, You know anything like that that's going to eventually help save people save money and so forth. Well, you know what's interesting. So I get to do. I get to do. uh, I help with the learning management center uh, system and help them create online classes. And I do any of the kind of graphics and videos and stuff that we use here. Excellent. Well, let me tell you. And you know, CHP is one of the best kept secrets around. And having been with your team recently, you know, on a speaking assignment in Atlantic City, New Jersey, where I bumped into you all, you know, the it was so evident that your team had some things present that other teams did not. And that's some of the basis for some of the things we want to talk about today. You know, what makes for a great team? Is it chemistry? Is it attitude? Uh, you know, what are the intangibles? What are the, the factors uh, that play into that recipe for a successful team? And, you know, why do some teams seem to gel and have fun at work and accomplish the work that they're tasked with doing while others just don't seem to get to that point? So that's kind of the basis uh, for what we're going to be talking about today. Um, About the New Jersey story, let me just brag on CHP just a little bit. I think Van might be being a little bit modest here because Community Housing Partners is a big organization they serve multiple states, lots of different uh, constituencies. Sometimes it's uh, private sector, sometimes it's public sector, sometimes it's uh, federal government or state government. Different people at different times are the end users of what they do. So we were together uh, in Atlantic City, and I saw just such some energy and enthusiasm from the people there. And um, why don't you tell me just a little bit about how you came about uh, that team, how you joined the team, and you know what your thoughts are about the, the people that you work with now. Well, uh, it began when I was moving from North Carolina to back to Roanoke, where I, I grew up in Botetourt County, you know, here uh, regionally, and uh, I was looking for work. I had a had a child on the way, and. I was filling out applications for everywhere, and I got a call from Mark Jackson, the, who's now the vice president here at the uh, Energy Solutions Training Center, and uh, he asked for me to come in and, and do an interview. I did, and everything went well. A couple hours later, he calls and offers me a job. 
Well, as that's that works really, really well. You said some of the what are the magic words? You know, Mark Jackson. I'm going to share the, share this. This is such a fun factor when we talk about what makes a great team. People who know me and know me well, and I see some of the heads nodding, Jeff and Jennifer and other people, Diane at Voltage Leadership, know that we like to have fun with what we do. So I'm going to share uh, something called the name game. When I first met the team in New Jersey from Community Housing Partner, remember we just met. I'm trying to remember everybody's name. You know, I want to, you know, uh, make nice with the, the people that I'm doing the work for and with. And these are the people that were there. We had Van, uh, who we have a habit of using a famous person's last name uh, to remember their first name. So Van Garnett became Van Halen. Van, Van Halen, you bet. We also <laughs> had Les, who became Les Nesman. We had Anthony, who became Anthony Quinn. We had Kevin, who became Kevin Bacon. We had Kurt, uh, who's doing an excellent job, who became Kurt Russell. We had Andrew, yes, Andrew Dice Clay. We had Mark Jackson, who was the only person who really didn't need to change his name. We had (laughs) Christy Brinkley, who was the excellent, excellent organizer. In addition to that, we had Morgan Fairchild. So when I got back to Virginia, after having just such a raucously good uh, you know, uh, time there and, and doing great work and having great results, they said, well, who'd you connect with? And I said, well, get this. This is who we were together in the room with and at dinner with. Van Halen, Les Nessman. And for you uh, non-boomers, you're going to have to Google Les Nessman. Maybe even <laughs> Anthony Quinn. Uh, Anthony Quinn, Kevin Bacon, Kurt Russell, Andrew Dice Clay, Mark Jackson, Christy Brinkley, and Morgan Fairchild. So let me tell you, that was just a raucously good uh, time that was had by all. Now, I know that your team, Van, is familiar with the DISC assessment, correct? You, you want to tell yeah. me just a little bit about your familiarity with that? Well, I believe we've all, you know, CHP has, has asked us to all take that course that is uh, uh Laura Croft does here. She teaches. I think it's a two-day course, and uh, we all dive in pretty deep and find out, uh, focus on what we're about, and equally important, kind of get a grasp of of what other people are like. And okay. you know, you may it may not be as apparent as you think until you okay. if if everybody had a disc assessment and they wore it on their on their sleeve, you you get a good shot at at having a better a better uh, of uh, relationship with them. Excellent. That would be Laura Croft, uh, Tomb Raider, and I, I neglected to mel- m- mention Phil Hall Collins. So we were also present with uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, and Phil Collins. You know, we're going to be coming up on a break in a couple minutes, and I want to tee up our discussion on today's Voltcast. You know, some of the things we're going to talk about are what makes a great team. Um, And we're going to drill down on some of the boss relationships that we've both had, you know, talk about the things that really bind a team together. And we're going to get practical today. We're going to give you some tips and tools uh, that you'll want to be listening to throughout the the broadcast today, the Voltcast today, uh, so you can have those at your disposal. Um, One of the things that I wanted to point out right off the bat is you mentioned the name Mark Jackson. Um, He became very apparent to me very quickly when we were all sitting to dinner, and he asked a bunch of us, so who's the go-to person who's in charge of this event tonight? And about six guys pointed to Christy, Christy Brinkley, 
simultaneously. So what that told me is that you all had that esprit de corps, you understood the roles and responsibilities. And we're going to drill on that because I think Mark has some really great, I'll describe them as superpowers that we can talk about uh, about uh, coming up after the break. Um, once again, you are listening to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. This is pr- uh, Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for our CEO, Jeff Smith. Um, if you'd like to reach us during the show, please do so uh, by calling 866-472-5788. Or if you'd like to pop us an email during the show, we check those during the show, and we frequently do get questions from listeners. My email, again, is lee at voltageleadership.com. And we're very pleased again today to have Van Garnett from Community Housing Partners as our guest today. So coming up on a break, uh, we'll see you in two minutes and we'll drill down on our discussion. See you in two. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Hello and welcome back to Voltcast. This is Lee Hubert sitting in for our CEO, Jeff Smith, uh, facilitating the uh, entrance of his daughter into the Duke University Engineering Program. So we're so proud of both of them and give a big shout out to Olivia and Jeff. I'm very pleased to have with us today Van Garnett from Community Housing Partners, um, who's going to have a, a robust dialogue with us today about what makes a great team. And Van, before the break, we were talking about the boss uh, at CHP that we both experienced, and that was 
uh, Mark Jackson, uh, the Mark Jackson. The other one is is modeled after him. Why don't you give me your thoughts about Mark, his leadership style, the things that resonated with you that in, really inspired us to have this conversation today? Well, I think you know Mark's strengths are his personality and his passion, and that's infectious. So uh, he also leads by example. And, you know, when you're around him, even though he's the, the VP here, you never get a sense of any kind of, he's not pompous, he's not, you know, oh, I'm better than you, and kind of keeps you, even though we know the hierarchy of, of our system here, he doesn't seem like, he's not pushy, nothing like that. He, he hires the right people, he gets us to do the job the best we can, he doesn't micromanage, and... And in return, we all have loyalty and trust and give it our best. Interesting. You use that word trust because that's a big one. And one of the things I wanted to drill down just a little bit on this segment, um, I'd like you to be thinking about, you know, Mark's superpowers uh, because trust is a big one. At Voltage Leadership, we talk a lot about trust, and I'm going to share uh, a little bit later on in today's Voltcast, a list of tips and tools that really do uh, build employee trust and esprit de corps. So you want to be have your pencils ready for that. But the first thing I'm going to talk about is, is developing your trust muscles. And people think, what does that mean? Trust is something that can be developed. It's like exercise. You exercise your body for physical health. You may exercise your mind for mental health and acuity. Um, you know, you exercise your spiritual life. Trust is no different. It's like oxygen. Everybody on the team knows when it's missing and it can be hard to describe. But when it's not there, everybody kind of understands that. So in developing the trust muscles, we get we ask people uh, you know, to understand it takes some time as any other kind of muscle. But once you practice trust, Watch what happens because it's reciprocal, and it's almost like a key that unlocks teams. They ha- they're free at that point. It's like I trust you. Um, you mentioned some of the things. He's not. He's passionate. He's not pretentious. He's not pushy. He's not going to micromanage you. That means he trusts you to do your job. And I probably doesn't not need to be monitoring you every ten minutes or seeing what you're doing. Uh, in order, you know, to to trust that you're doing doing your job, right? Is that fairly Correct. accurate, or what? What might you add on to that? Well, no, that's that's definitely true. He has a uh, uh, if I had to say he had a superpower, it would be in his judgment, uh, especially judgment and picking who it is that's on the on the staff, who's on the team. We've we've been very very good. He's been very good at picking people who can work together, can be friends, they're efficient together. We we. We're like a family here. I know it sounds cliche. I've been here seven years, basically. So, uh, you know, obviously, I love it. My longest job before that was three years. I couldn't wait to get out. This one, I'll retire here. And a lot of that has to do with Mark Jackson's leadership. Excellent. Well, listen to that. Now, I know that you all are familiar with DISC terminology and that language, and we do speak the language of DISC. Now, I'm going to hazard a guess. I think Mark is a combination 
Well, he's an interesting combination. He's definitely got some D because he gets things done. Like when he was asking mm-hmm. who's driving this tonight and, you know, Wanda, you know, cut to that chase. And that's all cool. That's emblematic of high D. I think he's also got lots of I because when I saw him on the platform speaking during the management sequence when we were all in the ballroom, I thought, wow, guy is inspirational speaker. And I, I also think he's got some S in there because the S, as you know, is the I'll call it the steady, the loyalty thing. So I I like that recipe. When you have leaders like Mark, and we've seen others, um, others that come to mind, uh, John Hagmeyer, Interactive Achievement, great example. I know Jeff and he and uh, uh, Bill have written a a book together called Aha to All In. And in there, they make that point about giving people freedom. Now, my sense is that Mark is going to give people freedom to innovate. Uh, rather than what I'll call vegetate. Um, If you're free to apply your talents and abilities and flap your professional wings, um, you're going to accomplish some things. You're going to blaze new trails. That's a very different discussion than people being afraid to apply their talents and abilities, flying under the radar, thinking if they do something, quote, wrong, they're going to get hammered or even get fired. Um, mm-hmm. describe, describe for me a little bit about th- those types of things and how they're not present on your team. If you have examples, because um, I've, I've got a good one uh, from when we were in, in Jersey together. Sure. Well, the, on the positive side, uh, when I first started working here, it was it was uh, I was tasked with with helping to create uh, a learning management system, online courses, as well as uh, a website for the training center. And that was my skill set was was strong towards that. I had some programming, but I mainly was was graphic arts. And I said, you know, at the, I told him in the interview at the risk of this job. Uh, you're not looking for one person. You're looking for, in my experience, you're looking for a graphic designer and you're looking for a programmer. Uh, a graphic designer is never going to be as good at programming as a programmer and vice versa. And what did he do? He took my, my word from my experience and he created my job and another job. Well, he uh, he was listening, which is a big deal too. And we at Voltage Leadership have all co- all kinds of content, Boku content about our people being present. Are they being uh, really truly in the same room with you? Are they hearing with their eyes? Are they listening with their eyes? Or are they just along for the ride? So that's interesting. So I, I tend to agree with you. Um, you think about what you're just describing. You're describing a leader happens to be Mark, but we can think of a dozen others that we, uh, excellent people that we interface at Voltage, that these are some of the things in common. And I'm going to drill on one of the points you made, and that was about hiring the right people and you know getting people matched up to their skill set. But here was what we've talked about so far. Uh, trust. Anything else you can add to that, right? Passion, not pushy, not really pretentious, not holier than thou, not micromanaging. If you really do want to get a great team and get the team to feel it, I think some of those things are there. Now, there's going to be some people out there going, yeah, okay, Lee, I get it. I see you rolling your eyes. It's not going to happen that way. And don't misunderstand. We understand to the extent that you can, your team has some flexibility. But there's something about giving somebody some professional freedom <laughs> and validating them. There are Lee, people, yes, sir. I, I wanted to just say, and on that line that you're saying right there, I was a graphic artist doing the web design and stuff. And uh, through my time here, 
Mark has allowed me to uh, push myself. So that's where I got into the 3D design development that helped improve our product here. We stand out amongst our peers because of it. And all of that came down to, to Mark saying, okay, I trust you, give it a shot. And, I'm, and I've never felt afraid to fail. And that helps me succeed, to be quite honest. Let's say that again. I've never been afraid to fail, and it helps me to succeed. I like that. You could just put that on a wall. I've never been afraid to fail, therefore, I'm free to succeed. And you mentioned something important just now. That was he was interested in developing you. So let's, let's drill on that just a little bit. You mentioned, Van, that he hires the right people. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of you know different personalities that can happen within a job, as we all know, and it's obvious. But to be able to to pick people who, I guess, honesty. You know, you've mentioned trust, but the currency of trust is honesty, in my view. And everybody here is is honest and open and forthright, and you know that builds the trust that allows us to work better as a team. Everybody knows. I know that Les or Caleb or Mark, or any of the other people I work with are excellent at their job, and I trust them to do that. When I need their help with something, I know they're there, and vice versa. Excellent. I love it. Well, let's, let's, let's capture that again. You said the currency of trust is honesty? Is honesty, yeah. What do you, what, drill on that. What do you mean by that? Well, if you, uh, you know, I like to be honest in every aspect of my life. And that way, people know that what I say, I mean. And I mean what I say. I'm not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. So everyone can now trust me, knowing that what I'm telling them is the truth. And I think that works well within our little community here, within our our positions, because we know that someone's not trying. No one's talking behind our back. No one has a problem that has let fester. You know, we'll go and talk to each other about it and and we rarely have any problems but when we have. We have had one serious problem here. And careful now, careful now. <laughs> well, no, no, that's okay. And uh, uh, because it, it worked out great, you know, the person left, but Mark did his best to try to help this person. And, uh, you know, while at, at sometimes I was like, dude, really, are you, how much longer is this going to last? Well, Mark was trying to help this person as a person. And what that told mm-hmm. me in the end was he cared about us, and if I ever needed him, if I ever needed CHP, that they would be there to do what they could to help me. You know, that's just an excellent point. Our CEO, Jeff Smith, is probably one of the most engaged and caring people that you'll ever meet. And I have known Jeff over the years, 13 years now, and, you know, I, I just have a unique perspective because he and I have worked together on three, three different occasions, and I've been on his teams, and how fortunate am I? So when you talk about, you know, you have to genuinely care. I don't mean necessarily in a social worker type of way. I'm talking about they need to sit across the table from somebody, look into the person's eyeballs and understand the lights are on in somebody's home and that there, there's some empathy there, right? I mean, that really does count for something. So to your point, Van, when you say uh, the, the currency of trust is honesty, I think the opposite of that is also true. Distrust, if it has a currency, is dishonesty. So if you are spreading dishonest or not communicating forthrightly or being perceived uh, or in reality have an agenda where you're climbing over people and really not putting the good of the team 
ahead of the individual. I mean, the sum of the parts almost always far, far exceeds what one person's going to do. So, you know, we're going to be coming up on a break again, just a few. What I'd like to do up in the next segment is tee up some of the practical tips and tools we're going to start naming that people can use and put in their toolbox to really help them build up a great team. Um, And we're going to line them out for you, so have your pencils ready. Once again, you're listening to Voltcast, Illuminating Leadership. This is Lee Hubert, Principal Consultant, sitting in for Jeff Smith. We'll see you in two. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Aliens with Gas, we are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. <laughs> Whatever happens out and about, it kind of dictates our conversation. For sure. And we like to tie in a little bit of the past and obviously keep it real current. And real current was a couple nights ago right here in Phoenix, a phenomenon happened. On Thursday night. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, do. All right, never mind. <laughs> That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at voltageleadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. Hello and welcome back to Voltcast. This is Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for our CEO, Jeff Smith, who's on assignment down at Duke University with Olivia. Yes, taking her to engineering school. So big shout out to them. And I'm going to give a shout out to my daughter, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Catherine Hubert, who's up in Germantown, Wisconsin. On uh, Congratulations for her on some really excellent good news, moving to a new situation, a new uh, living arrangement. It's just all good there. And Elizabeth, we love you. Um, we've been having just a great conversation with uh, Van Garnett from Community Housing Partners about what it takes to make a great team. And some of the things we've talked about were, you know, some of the 
the uh, the leadership uh, personas that have been present. We both experience at Community Housing Partners, their organization in Christiansburg. And I know that your group, uh, Van, does work all over the place. You go up to Tennessee, out to, uh, up to Minnesota, Wisconsin, Carolinas, uh, Tidewater. And the reason it became so apparent is the other folks in these places who use what you do, the deliverables, the end users of your work product, they have a choice to make. They can go anywhere and pretty much hire anybody. They choose you and CHP because your team is so awesomely good and you're able to connect with everybody. I mean, from my perspective as a management trainer and HR person of many, many years, it's just so patently apparent to me. So let's get practical now. Let's talk about some practical tips and tools that we can task people with and say, get your list out, start writing these down because these are the things that make for a great team. Um, First thing I'm going to talk about is you mentioned hiring the right people. Just give me just a brief uh, drill on what you what you mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people with good skills, but you, what you really need is people that work well together, a good chemistry, and that's what's difficult. And I've been on teams where it just hasn't worked out quite so well. And uh, here at CHP, I've been very fortunate, like I said, working with Mark, who has seem, seems to have a, a natural uh, knack for figuring out who's going to work well with whom. And, uh, we all get along great. It's become a family for real. And yeah, I love it. Everybody else seems to love it too. Excellent. Well, let me touch on a point. We're going to move on to the next uh, practical tips and tools here. You said skills versus chemistry. That is just so true. We see that so many different places. Jennifer does. I do. Uh, Jeff certainly does. Uh, other colleagues of mine in different businesses we've been involved with over the years. You can have a great team. Individual, uh, an individual has great skills. But can they work together? Um, are they difficult? Uh, are they a mismatch? Are they an outlier? Are they engaged in drama? Do they have the aptitude? Are they able to hear feedback? Back? Are they in the leadership space? Do they forfeit all the things they should to be in the leadership space? So chemistry counts for a thing uh, so much. I'm going to say a couple of these things. We're going to talk about matching uh, jobs to job skills because how many times have we seen somebody who gets hired, they get hired, yeah, because I need a job, but they're in the wrong place. Um, and then that works for just a short amount of time and all of a sudden the deliverables go down. Uh, and, it, and it doesn't work. Um, there's another tip and tool that I want to touch on, and that is to manage transparently. And that means sharing the rationale for what it is that you're doing. Um, what's your experience been at CHP uh, with the management style there, managing transparently? Well, at the training center, it's, you know, we're kind of a, a small crew. So, you know, we everybody kind of knows what's going on and where the, the company needs to head. Mark lets us know. We also have uh, projects that are handed to us that are kind of self-evident as to where you know what we're trying to to teach people, where we're trying to go, trying to go. We're also aware of you know politics as far as you know because we get grants and stuff like that uh, uh, dealing with uh, environmental uh, practices and stuff. So you know we all have a good sense of where we're going, and if we have any questions, Mark has an open door. Interesting. Well, you led us right to our next uh, tip, and that is uh, endeavor and strive to create a cultural tapestry of shared goals. Because you kind of said that. You said, we all know where we're going. Well, I can see some of the heads nodding out there in radio land. Not every team does that. I can't tell you how many times, you know, when we consult with people, 
uh, or after a speaking engagement, they'll come up to us and say, your content is great. I wish the people at our company would understand it because we don't know where we're going and we're in bunkers and silos and we're not on the same page. Well, another tip that I wanted to mention that uh, relates to that is what we call the IR factor. And that means being inquisitive and sharing the rationale. And by that, you've probably heard Jeff Smith and I talk about this in the past. Being inquisitive means just that. Be inquisitive about the people that you're responsible for. Be inquisitive about your clients, your customers. Be inquisitive about their families. Be inquisitive about your business. Be inquisitive about the state of the things that a state of affairs going on around you. Not saying you have to have your ear to the wall, you know, 24-7, but understand there is data, information there for the taking. And if it relates to a decision you're going to have to make good, good, uh, positive or, or not so positive or neutral, be, be careful to share take care to share the rationale for your decision. Now, I happen to observe that, you know, Mark doing that, um, he's the sort of person I think that can probably, if he has to uh, hit you with the velvet hammer, he can. Um, and you mentioned, you know, there was in some instances, but he sincerely tried to help that person. Another big tip is about skipping the egos. You had brought this up in, uh, before the break uh, and not being much of a pretense there. What do you see in terms of that being uh, present at CHP? Well, everybody here seems to think, you know, their, their mindset is we want to be the best, not I want to be the best. And that may sound cliche again, but uh, in the end, that makes every bit of difference uh, as on, on a you know personal level as a graphic artist. You know, a lot of times graphic artists, you know, artists in general, they do something and this is it. I know what I'm talking about. I'm an artist. Leave me alone. Here's what mm-hmm. you're going to accept. Mm-hmm. But here... I have an open door policy. If somebody is like, oh, we'll change this color or could we do this or let's approach something you know, a, a, uh, from a different point of view, and I'm open to it because I'm not Michelangelo. You know, I, can, I can make mistakes too. And I've had you know, Phil Hall, for example, has given me plenty of great ideas. He's not an artist, mm-hmm. but he has a great mind to, to tell the story that we want to tell in our videos and, and through our courses. So you and have to he be does open to other great. people's ideas. Well, you know, the you, you, I'm going to piggyback on something you said earlier. Um, you said um, honesty was the currency of trust. I'm going to modify that to say trust is the currency uh, that teams do business with. And I guess it's kind of a food chain there because without trust, your team is going to accomplish some things in incremental doses and very baby, you know, accomplishment kinds of things. They're not going to be the team, the high achieving team. If you can get to this place where it feels like your team, whether they like each other is a different issue, but do they trust each other? They all have skills but you said it, do they have the chemistry? It's like a basketball team, um, you know, and the leadership, it needs to understand this. So when we talk about trust, there's five, I recently wrote a blog on this. There's some behaviors that help build trust and loyalty. I'm just going to delineate a few of them. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and when we get after the break that's coming up in a few, uh, we'll go ahead and do a, a brief summary of all the tips and practical tips and tools we've shared with you today. 
but just to talk about uh, the behaviors that if you consistently engage in these, you're going to keep your trust average up. And what do I mean by that? You think of it like the financial markets. There's components like the Dow or the NASDAQ, and these are indicators of future value. What that means is that the market thinks these companies or firms are going to have success in their future, therefore their share prices go up. So we have sort of a moving average for finance. Well, we also have sort of a moving average for organizational trust, and it's commonly referred to as the engagement survey, right? Now, for you people who are chuckling out there, I understand why, because engagement surveys really don't do much, and they're too infrequent, but they serve a purpose. So here are the five things that I want to mention, the five behaviors. That if you can engage in these, it's going to make your trust average go up, and chances are you're going to end up with a great team. The first one, as you said it, Van, just be honest. Tell the truth. Uh, don't sugarcoat things. Just make it straightforward. Um, The second thing is to communicate clearly, as clearly as you possibly can, about roles and responsibilities. If you do that and you provide consistent, timely, and accurate feedback, uh, it's not the noise or half a story or rumor mill. Watch what happens to your team. Number three in our, our list of five is to create a workplace culture that values relationships, a.k.a. Van, you said it, right? You're like a family. You don't have to sing kumbaya together every night at dinner, but understand, you know, we value our differences and we value relationships. Number four is just to be fair and to be open. I said it earlier, to operate transparently as you can to the extent that you can. People need to trust what they see. And if you can't do that, it's suspect and your uh, trust average uh, goes down. Number five of five is model the behaviors that you seek. What a novel idea that is, right? So if you model the behaviors that you want people to see uh, or demonstrate in leadership mode, guess what's going to happen to your team? So uh, give me just a little bit about how you see people modeling some of the good behaviors that build trust there at CHP. Well, I mean, it all comes down to honesty in the beginning. We, we, you know, Mark, you mentioned a ba- basketball team. Well, the leader of the basketball team was not uh, Michael Jordan. It was Phil Jackson. He was the one that was calling the shots and, and making the plays, and, and they all understood where they were going. Well, it's the same yeah, it was, way it was, really Mar- it was really Mark Jackson, but I understand it was Mark Jackson. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, uh, it all comes down to trust. And, and we, everybody here cares about this nonprofit that we work for. And we're familiar with everybody at the very top echelon as far uh, you know, top of the, the food chain. You know, Jonica Casper, who is the CEO of the, of the company. And, you know, this is a guy that you could walk in his office and say, hey, you know, I'm just a graphic artist, but he'll treat me you know, like an equal. I, nobody here feels like they're better than anyone else. And, uh, we have a goal. We have a set, we have set goals that are, that are you know, told to us and we work towards them using our skills as best we can. And we trust other people around us to do the same. Excellent. Well, you know, we're going to be coming up on a break in just a minute. What I'd like to tee up in the, our last segment for today and today's Volcast Illuminating Leadership is we're going to talk about failing intelligently and having some fun. So be thinking about that and we'll see you all in two minutes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. Hello and welcome back to Voltcast. This is Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for Jeff Smith. Um, we're just having a splendidly, wonderfully good conversation with Van Garnett from Community Housing Partners about what makes a great team. And in our prior segment before the break, we were mentioning some practical tips and tools that we would delineate for you. And we've listed out a bunch of them. We'll summarize them at the, the end of today's show. But there's two more that I wanted to touch on, Van. And one is one that we just see, it's such a good thing, but we don't see it practice enough. And that's giving people permission to fail intelligently. And I'll use uh, the folks at Interactive Achievement. There's several others where the leadership understands that I hired this person. They're a thoroughbred. They have talents and abilities. They have a mind. They want to, you know, they want to accomplish things. They want to do a good job. And our experience is people do want to do a good job. And if they get to that place where they're afraid to apply their talents, they're afraid to fail. Now, the reverse is also true. If you allow them to fail intelligently, by that I mean not making the same mistake more than once. And if it's particularly egregious, saying, hey, what are you thinking, right? But what that does, to your point, is gives them that trust factor that, hey, I can do this, and I'm not going to you know, get canned. I'm always going to chop my head off. Um, I want you to think about that just for a second, and, and, talk, uh, and I'll ask you about it in just a second. The other tip is, uh, and, and tool is having fun 
I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, like I say, people who know us well at Voltage, we really do have fun, right? We just do. I mean, it's it's a fact of life. And if it's not that much fun, it's going to start putting people asleep. It can't be just all transactional or non-fun things all the time. So, Van, give me a couple ideas about what you all do to give people some freedom uh, to be who they are and maybe having some fun on the job. Well, usually when we start a project, uh we're kind of tossing out some ideas and, and there's nothing too bizarre or too out there to, uh, to submit, you know, can maybe something that you think as an idea, well, they're never going to go for this. And then you find that, especially if you've worked at a place and you've had some successes on your belt that they say, yeah, go for it. There was one, uh, property management course, green property management course that we developed. And I did a, an ad, a 3D ad for it, with this little character, he's running around and we get, we get to do the music and stuff for it here. I play guitar and Kurt plays uh, piano, keyboard. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, a tight little group. Well, I said, hey, here's the storyboards. This is what I would like to do. And I described it to them and they say, yes. And then I have to actually deliver that. And, and I was learning on the job. I'm always learning on the job. But at this point, it was like, holy cow, how am I going to actually pull this off? I have no idea. It was very uh, complex uh, 3D programming, animation, and all this. And, and uh, you know, I got to the end, to the deadline. And I'm like, I'm going to need some more time. You know, hey, nobody wants to, to break a deadline or or end up, uh, uh, you know, falling short. And they said, okay, well, we see what you're doing. Do you feel like you can do it? I stuck to my guns, said yes. And in the end, I ended up doing one of the best pieces I've ever done. Excellent. And yeah, and I was very happy. They were very happy and, and nobody else in the business has anything like that. So it worked out. Well, well, think about that. So like when you say, you know, nobody wants to, like I say, be the bearer of bad news. And unfortunately, it does happen. People are flying under radar screens. I can think of lots of examples of organizations where, you know, that's where the phrase shoot the messenger comes from. Nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news and or the person's uh, reaction or what we would call eruption in my OD practice. Somebody's going to have an eruption over hearing some less than flattering news. Um, and like you say, the, and now the reverse of that is also true when you do stick to your guns, like you say. And you say, okay, can you do this? Yeah, I can. And then you hit the finish line with it, and it turned out to be a great outcome. What a validating experience. I can think of lots and lots of teams where necessity has been the mother of invention. Adversity has been the path to stretching their creativity and their capabilities. And a lot of times when when we say allowing people to fail intelligently, they never get that chance. They never know how good they can be because nobody was, nobody's ever asked them. Nobody's ever tested them. Nobody's ever tried to stretch them to say, you know, you have no clue how good you can be. I can think of numerous examples of executive coaching mode, leadership coaching mode, where we see somebody who is, you know, they're really talented individuals. They're smart. They're motivated. They're hardworking. They just have something on their hard drive that is almost uh, self-deprecating to a fault. Well, I want to be humble. Yeah, I get that. But you're also very talented. Unless you can apply that talent, we're never going to know what you're capable of doing. And when we get people to, and and I'm not saying in an arrogant way, I'm talking about in a humble, realistic way uh, Mm -hmm. to go ahead and and own that. So um, we're getting ready to to come up on the the final uh, 
uh, a home stretch of our of today's final segment, what I wanted to do was to give people a summary of the tips and tools that we've accumulated so far today in our discussion uh, with Van. Um, I'm just going to delineate them for you. Um, the first one is hire the right people. Sounds obvious, but do we always? If you want a great company, hire great people. Second thing is when you hire people, match their skills to the job. Don't have a nefarious reason for hiring them, political or otherwise. Third thing is manage transparently. And when you do, share the rationale for your decisions, meaning that's the IR factor. Be inquisitive, share the rationale. People don't have to agree with it, but they do have to understand it and they have to trust it. Fourth thing is to strive to create a cultural uh, tapestry of shared goals. Get your goals woven into the culture so everybody's out literally on the same page. Number five, I love this one, and this is yours, Van. Skip the egos. Check the egos at the door. Make no pretense. Number six, also love it. Trust is the currency that teams do business with. It's like oxygen. Honesty feeds trust. Trust trust feeds team excellence. Number seven, the five behaviors. Tell the truth. Communicate the roles and responsibilities. Create a culture that values relationships. Be fair and open. Model the behavior you want. Number eight, hey, give people permission to fail intelligently. We just talked about it. Give them freedom to innovate, not to vegetate. Let them apply their talents versus being in the zombie zone. And finally, the biggest one is just have some plain old fun. I mean, these are the most practical, best tips and tools we can give you. Van, it's just been a delight having you on the show with us today. If people wanted to get in touch with you at Community Housing Partners, how do they go about getting in touch with you? Sure, they can email me at vgarnett at chp2.org or call at 540-260-9081. I'm at extension 4014. Uh, They can also go to communityhousingpartners.org and look at uh, what we do and our courses and other things that we do. Or they can call call Christy Lowry. Van, it's just been a pleasure having you on the show with us today. You have been listening to Voltcast, Illuminating Leadership. This is Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for Jeff Smith, reminding you that next Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, we're going to have a live Voltcast from our Voltage Leadership Strategy Session. And that's where our CEO, Jeff Smith, our Leadership Director, Jennifer Owen O'Quill, and myself are going to be talking practical tips and tools in real time about strategy. So mark your calendars for next Tuesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific, uh, or later on demand if you can't join us live. Again, this has been Voltcast. Illuminating Leadership, Principal Consultant Lee Hubert sitting in for Jeff Smith. We're so glad you could join us today. And thank you again, Van. You all have a great day and make it a great week. Talk to you very soon. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Voltcast, Illuminating Leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.